So it's uh, Memorial Day weekend, and most of you know that when we do a holiday like this, uh, something that's not a, necessarily a scriptural holiday, I like to take the time to just kind of cover a little bit of the history into why we celebrate this day. So um, Memorial Day was originally known as Declaration Day. It was a time that was set aside to honor our nation's Civil War dead uh, by decorating their graves. It was widely observed on May 30th, uh, 1868, by proclamation of General John A. Logan of the Grand, uh, Grand Army of the Republic. Today, Memorial Day is, served, is celebrated at Arlington National Cemetery, um, and the ceremony in which a small flag, American flag, is placed on each grave. And I don't know if you've been out to Oak Crossing, folks, but the number of graves, or uh, I'm sorry, Oak Grove Cemetery, the number of flags that are, are set out there is absolutely stunning. You drive through. Also, uh, the flags that have been set up on the beach down there, folks, people are, people's heart is to honor our country and to honor those who have given their life for our country. So I think it is worthy of doing that. It's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. So it's customary for the president to the vice president to give a speech honoring the contributions of the dead and to lay a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier. Usually at Arlington Cemetery, about 5,000 people attend that service. On May 20th of 2000, the White House put out a memorandum as a national for a national moment of remembrance so i just i like to read this every year because i think it's important for us as memorial day approaches it's time to pause and consider the true meaning of this holiday memorial day represents one day of the national awareness and reverence honoring those americans who died while defending our nation and its values while we should honor these heroes every day for their profound contribution that they have made to securing our nation's freedom we should honor them especially on Memorial Day. It is a time of unprecedented success and prosperity throughout our land. I ask that all Americans come together and recognize how fortunate we are to live in freedom and to observe universal and to observe a universal national moment of remembrance on each Memorial Day. This memorial observance represents a simple unifying way to commemorate our history and honor the struggle to protect our freedoms. Accordingly, I hereby direct all executive departments and agencies in cons consultation with the White House Program for National Monument of Remembrance to promote a national moment of remembrance to occur at 3 o'clock p.m. local time on each Memorial Day. That's a request that's been made by our government several years ago, 20 years ago now, is that we would take one moment, we'd take one minute of time, three o'clock tomorrow on Memorial Day at three o'clock, just stop what you're doing. Just stop what you're doing for one minute and honor those who have given their lives for our freedom. I would like to encourage us to do that at three o'clock, just stop. People have given their lives that you and I might be free. I went through the numbers uh, do this every year and I do it to remind me but throughout the history of our nation since 1775 over 665,000 men and women have given their lives to keep our nation free and I think that's a pretty astounding thing to think that 600,000 people 
have given their lives that you and I can can be free. As you know, the last couple of months have been difficult for some for some people, folks. It's really been tough. Some people have been really shaken by this virus. Some people feel that our freedoms have been impeded and that our government leaders have overstepped their bounds. People are struggling with small businesses. People are struggling with schools and hospitals. Everybody has changed their their protocols. Everybody's changed the way. Everything is, is, is changing, and it's been very disruptive. And it's hard to hang on to something secure in the midst of that. I believe it's one of the reasons that we need this weekend. I believe that one of the reasons we need to we need this weekend is so we can remember those people who have sacrificed on our behalf. And and here's the deal, without that, we forget. We forget who we are, we forget the price that's paid, we forget the the value of that. We forget the tradition. When we do that, we lose our anchor. We lose the the very thing that that causes us to hang in there. To we we lose sight of the bigger picture. I don't mean to always go back to this, but I've I've shared this a number of times. My mom um, is in currently in the late stages of Alzheimer's, and so literally when I go to see her, she has no idea who I am. If we if I can get her to talk. My sister goes to see her more often, but if we can get her to talk, lots of times she'll talk about she's got kids. You know, I got kids. I I I don't I don't know where they're at, but I have kids, and she'll be looking right at us. And I know that there are those of you in this congregation that have people who have struggled with Alzheimer's or dementia. They've lost their memory. And through that sickness, it's been totally involuntary. But when they lose their memory, they lose who they are. They lose track of all things that have value. Life becomes just an existence to just to breathe, just to get up and breathe in the morning. And it's a very real picture of us as a nation when we lose our memory about what it costs for us to have freedom whether that is for an individual or for a company or for a, a, a nation, we begin to lose our purpose. We lose our purpose and we lose, we lose our, our, our hope. We lose our identity is what happens. If I look at my, my mother, she's virtually lost her identity to this disease. She, she kind of knows she's a mom, but she doesn't know to who. She, she knew she was married, but she doesn't know to who. She really doesn't know who she is. There's nothing about her that is the same. And the truth of the matter is, that's what happens for us as a people, as a nation. If we don't remember the cost, if we don't remember our history. I remember my mom as the Alzheimer's was beginning. And we knew there was memory struggles. But even a simple thing like a phone call, I would call just to shoot the breeze and see what was going on. Even when we lived in the same community, sometimes we, we didn't get together as much as we could have or should have. So I would call, and if my mom was always the one who wanted to answer the phone, but within just a few seconds, she'd know. I'd say, hey, Mom, how's it going? And she, So she knew it was one of us kids. And immediately she'd say, let me put your dad on. She lost... Um, connection with who she was 
She had no filing system for her memories, things that brought her the greatest joy. I hope you understand what I'm talking about here. Jesus often used analogies of of earthly things so that we could understand a spiritual context. Uh, the analogy of, of my mom and Alzheimer's losing that is, is an analogy between us as a nation not remembering the things that have gained us freedom, the people who gave their life for us to have freedom. We forget the price that was paid and we kind of end up lost. And I think it's hugely important for us to remember because when we remember the price that was paid for us we begin to look at the greater value we begin to look at a higher level things mean more to us a pastor friend of mine by the name of rick hagans he's from alabama many of you know him he's been a friend of the church here he quoted a professor of his from college and he said this if we don't have heroes to look up to in our society we will break down into smaller subsects of our society categorized by race and religion or socioeconomic status in other words if we don't have a greater cause if we don't have people that we look up to and we honor them, we go you know there's somebody that we can follow after if we don't have that we break up into just little Battle groups is what it amounts to. I've got, I, I believe this and you believe that and I have this kind of money or this kind of wealth and you have that. And so we break up into these little groups in our culture and the, the reality is that's kind of what we find in our culture today. We have not had a, a great um, uh, military uh, uh, force, a, a great action that has required us to come together as a nation. This is the closest thing that's caused us to need to come together. Memorial Day is important because we remember a way of life. We, we remember that somebody paid for our freedoms. They, they, they thought our freedoms were so valuable that they gave their life for our freedoms. They gave their life so that you and I could have freedom and we we kind of blow by it and we we just think well you know it's a it's a great parade and we get monday off and you know there's a bunch of flags every place people gave their lives so that we could be free that's important for us to remember they gave our lives for that what rights you say well what do you mean were they what what rights did they pay for let me give you an example i'm really glad you asked there's this little thing called the first amendment let me read to you what the first amendment to our constitution says Congress shall make no laws respecting an, an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Congress cannot make a law that says you have to worship in this way or you cannot worship in that way. Congress can't make a law. There's a freedom that we have there. Or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for redress of a grievance. That is the First Amendment to our Constitution. There are five freedoms. The, the, uh, the First Amendment protects uh, religion. It protects speech. It protects the freedom of the press, the freedom to assemble, and the right to petition the government. Together, these five uh, freedoms guaranteed they make us some of the freest people on the planet there are a lot of nations that don't have that they don't have that freedom that we have somebody died so that you and i could maintain 
those freedoms. Men and women gave their life. I don't know if you know this, but there's no legal age that you have to reach to exercise your First Amendment freedoms. We have those rights no matter what age. There's actually no citizenship requirement for the First Amendment protections. The First Amendment is neither left-wing or right-wing. It can be used, uh, it's not to be used to push social and political change. The First Amendment is for everyone. We have the right to gather and assemble here today because of the First Amendment. We have the right to go in the building, actually today, but next week because of the First Amendment. People gave their lives for that. Men and women fought and died so that you and I can have freedom without reprisal from our government. Again, I, as I prepare for this, this message every year, I go and I read stories. I read stories of men and women who gave their lives. And I was caught by, by this story. There's a man who I, I have no idea who he is. This guy's name is Douglas Albert Monroe. You've probably never heard of him. I know I hadn't. The Medal of Honor was awarded to Petty Officer Monroe posthumously after his death as a result of his actions on September 27, 1942. This guy saw, thought so much of your freedom and my freedom Back in 1942, he was in charge of a group of, they were called Higgins boats. And he was uh, in charge of the evacuation of a battalion of Marines that were trapped on, on, uh, by enemy forces on the point at Guadalcanal. After making some original plans for evacuations of nearly 500 Marines, Monroe decided under constant fire by enemy machine guns on the island that he would lead five small crafts towards the shore. They're sitting out here a safe distance away from the machine gun fires, even though the machine gun fire kept coming at him and other fire kept coming at him. And over there are the Marines, 500 of them, who have been stuck here under enemy fire ready to give up. And this guy decides that it's time to go in. So he closes in on the beach. And when he's closing in on the beach, he signals the other four boats to go ahead. And he took his craft and he put his boat between the enemy fire over here and the beachhead over here, where all the Marines were, he put his boat in between. And he did it so that he would take fire so they could be saved. So just about as the evacuation is it's almost completed, Monroe was struck and he was instantly killed. And two of his crew were wounded but everybody saw the value of what he was doing. And so they kept their boat on the water until 500 troops could be evacuated. 
he gave his life. It was his leadership. It was his courage. It was his planning. It was his devotion to duty that he and his his comrades took all the fire. See, they knew that freedom was so valuable that they were willing to sit out there and take that for others. And literally 500 lives, Marines, were spared that day. I don't know if you remember several years ago, a football player by the name of Pat Tillman. He was a professional football player with the Arizona Cardinals. He had lots of money. He had a comfortable life. And he chose to leave all of that behind and join the army. And he eventually joined the special forces and he found his way into Afghanistan. And he also gave his life because of the freedoms that we have. He thought our freedoms are so valuable that he was willing to give his life. They struggled for something greater than themselves. Folks, we're going through some, you could call it difficult times. But there are people who gave their life so that you and I don't just roll over and say, well, we're just going to do whatever we're told to do. We have freedoms in this nation. And we need to remember that people gave their life. It's kind of like the, 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 the mom and dad and you got the kids who, well, they, we got to have this toy, we got to have this toy, we got to have this toy, we got to have this toy. And so you buy them the toy and they play with the box and the toy sits on the shelf and they don't play with it. And you go, well, what in the world? Why did I spend the time and energy going out and finding that stupid toy and they don't play with it? People gave their life for you and I to have freedom. We need to exercise that freedom. We need to stand for that freedom. We need to, we need to take a stand and say, we're a free nation. We're going to walk in that. We need to consider the bigger picture. Anytime we lose our memory of the history, anytime we lose the, the, the value that was, that was paid for us, we begin to grow inward, and it's kind of all about us at that point. There's a story, we can, read all, we can read about this in the Old Testament in several places, but there's an account in the Old Testament in the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 4, starting in verse 1. It, it stands out as, as an example. The, the biblical account here that leads this that leads up to this text tells the story of the Israelites, how they, they waited for a long time to enter into the promised land. After 40 years of walking in the wilderness, the, the people finally reached their destination. The, the Jordan River is, is flooded over its banks. It's swollen right now. And it blocks their way to get into the land. And they had a choice. God made them this promise. And 40 years they wandered in the wilderness. 40 years they finally get right to the edge. Right to the edge of the, and, and the rivers over the banks. But they chose to hang on to what God said. When the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant began to place their, their feet in the water. The water's still, it's there. I mean, the river's overflowing. They actually had to put their feet in the water. But as they put their feet in the water, the waters parted. Listen to the account in Joshua chapter 4. When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests are standing, and carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together twelve men, and he appointed uh, from from the Israelites, one from each tribe. And he said to them, Go over before the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan. 
Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder according to the number of the tribes of Israel to serve as a sign among you. In the future, when your children ask you what do these stones mean, tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones were to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever so that the Israelites did as Joshua commanded them. They took 12 stones in the middle of the Jordan and according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, as the Lord had told Joshua, they carried them over with them to their camp where they put them down. And Joshua set up the 12 stones that had been placed in the middle of the Jordan at the spot where the priests had carried the Ark of the Covenant. And there they stand till this day. In other words, the river's overflowing. I can't take it. I've been standing on this on this wagon for about eight weeks. The river is overflowing, and, and the water is there. And, and Joshua says, the Lord tells Joshua, step out into the water by faith. And when you step out into the water, the waters are going to part. And when the waters part, I want you to send out men to go and grab stones and build a monument. You build a monument so that people will know and they will remember. Daddy, what's that monument about? That's where God parted the waters so we could cross. What's Memorial Day all about, Grandpa? Memorial Day is about a day when my friends and your friends and people that we know and people that we don't know, they gave their life so that we could have a free nation. We need to remember what this day is about. We need to remember what this weekend is about because we need to remember the freedoms that we have. We need to remember that God has given us freedoms in this nation, that, are, that there are men and women who died for that. Folks, we need to stand on that. We need to, we need to receive that. We need to re- Remember that. We need to stay faithful to that. Every one of us should know exactly what this weekend is about. We absolutely should not take it for granted. Don't take this weekend for granted. Please don't. Don't take Memorial Day for granted. People gave their lives for that. They gave their lives for that. We literally have dozens of other accounts if you're married today, you can, you can look at the ring on your hand. That's a memorial. That's a symbol. That's a sign that says, you know what? I'm betrothed to somebody else. It's a monument. It's a memory. You lose that memory. You lose your mind. You can lose everything you've got. It is important for us to remember what God has done on our behalf. And here's the deal. As much as we need to remember that, we need to remember the price that Jesus paid for us. How many of you know when we forget what he's done, our life goes astray? We, we, get, we, we know that day. Okay, here, just, this is just crazy. Okay? But we, we struggle through life. I don't know your story, but I, I can tell you some of mine. I, I basically, I, I mean, I, I was raised in a good home. Uh, we were kind of church-going people. My mom went to the Catholic Church. My dad watched All-Star Wrestling, so not so much church-going people. Um, but but then my dad started getting plugged into church again. And, and when I was 18, I accepted Christ. Or 17, I accepted Christ. And it changed my life. I went from smoking three packs a day and getting high every morning and, and partying every weekend and, and, and going to parties and getting so drunk I'd fall in fires. I went from, from all of that to God setting me free. He set me free. He set me free. He, he changed my life. And, and the, the day that I choose to go off and do my own thing and do it my way is like a slap in the face to God. 
It's when we forget about what Memorial Day is about, forget the people paid with their lives, it's the same as that. We, it's like we're just, we're just throwing all that away. We, we have the freedom of this land that we have, but we also have freedom in Christ because he gave his life. We have a freedom that even if our land comes under great persecution, we can still walk in peace. We can still walk in joy. We can still walk in hope. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We need to remember that every day. We need to go before God every day and give him thanks and praise for that. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. There is a life, there is a joy, there is a peace that we can have. Like we need to remember the freedoms that we have in our nation. We need to remember the freedoms that we have in life. You and I don't have to get all bound up by stuff around us. We don't have to get burdened down by sin. Jesus Christ came and he set us free and we need to make a memory of that on a regular basis. We need to go back to that and thank God for that on a regular basis. You and I, every morning, every morning we need to do that. John says that Jesus came to purchase eternal life for us. And we know that as believers, like he was the ultimate soldier. He was the ultimate. He, he, he fought the battle, literally, uh, heaven and hell. He, the, the Bible says that after he died, he descended into hell. And in three days, he defeated the enemy. He defeated death. He brought us life, eternal life. So that we could have joy and so that we could have peace. We need to remember that price that was paid for us, each one of us, on a regular basis. You say, well, well why do we, Dad, why do we got to go to church? Why do we got to go to church? Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe because somebody gave their life so that we could have freedom. Maybe because Jesus laid down his life so that you and I could walk in peace. You and I could walk in victory. Psalms 105 says, Give praise to the Lord. Proclaim his name. Make, known, make it known among the nations what he has done. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Why do we get together and sing in church? That's so boring. Did you know they're really off tune? I don't like when we sing. Sing to the Lord. Sing praises. Let the nations know what he has done. Sing to him. Sing praises. Tell of his wonderful acts. Glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord and his, and his strength. Seek his face always. Remember the wonders that he has done, his miracles and the judgments that he has pronounced. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend. And we need to remember the price that people have paid. Now the camera's going to get a shot of me from behind. Sorry about that. God bless you. We need to remember the price that was paid for our salvation. We need to remember the, the price that was paid for our freedom. Folks, I want to encourage you tomorrow. Tomorrow at 3 o'clock, take one minute. Shut off everything you're doing. Stop what you do. People are going to wonder, what is going on? What's the matter with it? Why is he doing that? Why is she doing that? Why is she stopping? Because somebody gave their life so that you and I could have the freedoms that we have as a nature, as a nation. And that has value. That has great value. It isn't. Somebody laid down their life so that you could be free.
and that's worthy of a minute of your time. And remember always that Jesus came and he paid the price so that you and I could have eternal life. Not just life that we have today, but for all eternity, you and I have a freedom and a hope and a peace that comes. We can be set free from all of the trappings of this world. And more than that, we can have eternal life with Jesus Christ. Amen? Let's pray this morning. Father, I thank you for each person who's showed up here today. But more than that, God, we this morning we want to give you thanks for the men and the women who have given their lives so that we could be free. They've given their lives so that we could gather together and worship you. They've given their lives so that we could have freedoms in this nation that other nations simply do not have. They have given their lives, God, for us, and I thank you for them. I thank you for their families, for their children, their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren. God, there are even today there are little boys and girls who aren't going to know their mom and dad because their mom or their dad I thought that this nation and our freedoms were so important that they gave their life for it. They're not going to know their grandma or their grandpa. And God, we want to show respect for those people. God, we have a peace and we have a freedom in our heart because of the price that you paid. You gave your only begotten son that we could have peace, that we could have life. And this morning, God, we just want to say thank you. We want to say thank you. We want to say thank you, God. Bless this great nation of ours, God. I pray you would bless our president. Bless him with people who surround him with wise counsel, godly men and women. Pray for our all of our elected officials right down to our governor and our mayor. God, we just pray that you would give them wisdom. Again, we've got county commissioners who are making decisions about the businesses in this community. People gave their lives for those freedoms as well, God. And I pray that you would surround these politicians and these leaders with great wise counsel and God that you would even speak to them in the still of the night and that they would hear from you and God I pray as a nation again we would turn to you we would seek your face we would pray and we would repent and that you would bring life and you would bring newness and you would bring freshness to this church, to this community, to this state, and to this nation. Help us again not to take those sacrifices for granted in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day, and we'll see you next week in church. 
in the church building. For those of you who are visitors and your, your church may not be open, you are certainly welcome to come on in and join us. God bless you. Have a great day. Enjoy tomorrow. Please, at 3 o'clock tomorrow, stop for a minute. Just remember those who've given their lives for us great nation of ours. God bless you. Have a great day.